Yes, Alfred? To the bat phone, sir. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. It's Batman! Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Batmania 66. Tonight's episode... Holly's already mad at me, everybody. How dare you? Tonight's episode is episode 64? Yes. Uh, episode 64, The Bats Kowtow. Kowtow! Uh, tonight it is just Holly and myself. Yay! Or today, whenever you're listening. I'm not picky. I am. Holly's picky. Um, when last we left our heroes, they were doomed. Doomed! Um, to die in an echo chamber that echo that made everything reverberate ten million, million times. times. Uh, so they are being echoed to death. Um, the narrator suggests that their brains will be turned to oatmeal, which will leave them useless for, and I quote, a great many things. <laughs> I'm curious as to what things they're not useless for with oatmeal brains. Um, well, Catwoman in the last episode pretty much said she wants to use uh, at least Batman as a boy toy. But we know she loves Batman's mind. That's not his mind. He may think with it, but that's not his mind. No, but she does. No, she just wants his deep, deep voice to say, you're under arrest. Can you do that without me on my mind? Possibly. All right. Maybe you could train him like a parrot. Oh. A parrot with a pecker. Perfect man. Really? No, I don't like birds. (laughs) Ooh, think of the cleanup. (laughs) Think of all the back guano. Um, So Batman and Robin are writhing on the floor in agony uh, because they are being echoed to death. Mm -hmm. And Batman suggests that every note has a counter harmony and just like the great Caruso shattering a glass with his voice excuse me (coughs) they can shatter the room by uh, singing the note F sharp above high C which Batman does by singing a note that is much much lower than high C yep or middle C at least but he's singing something in a bass register Robin, however, is just kind of squealing a little bit. <laughs> like a mosquito. Yes, and Batman was like... And they shatter the, the room anyway. Because science. My next note is, dun because this is when oh, Robin yeah. says, I think I'm going to be hard of hearing for a while. And Batman goes, wait, let's, let's do it, let's do it. I think I'm going to be hard of hearing for a while. What? I said, I think I'm going to be hard of hearing for a while. What? No, this is when Batman goes. Oh, wait, I can to... do this part now. Okay. I thought there was two what. No, there was no. There was only one what. Oh. They didn't even go for the comedy three. It was terrible. That, see, maybe I just automatically put it in there. Anyways, Batman goes, you're going to have to speak up. <laughs> I think I'm going to be hard of hearing for a while. But I'm bum And then in the next scene, Batman can hear perfectly well. Yeah, both of them can. Yeah. We don't know how much time has passed. Um, 
my next note is that both of them look very sloppy without their utility belts. I don't know. I noticed this, the bat logo lowering between his bat breasts now, and that was all I could see. <laughs> I have hardly any notes because I couldn't stop, Ben. This is your fault. Why? Why is it so low? Fix it. Don't just, they have a costume manager? Just lift it a little. It's a, it's a sticker anyway. It's not like you can just peel it off and put it back well, on. I was also being like, what? Are we going to see bat chest? Like, it's getting awfully low. Like, where's the neckline on this? What's going on? Sorry. Um, Go ahead. Uh, we next cut to... Oh, uh, Gotham City Town Hall, because Batman and Robin browbeat the guy who runs the dance studio into telling him that Catwoman's going to steal Chad and Jeremy's voices. So we're at Gotham, Gotham City Town, Town Hall. Hall, where Chad and Jeremy are playing. And they're playing a very Paul Simony, Simon and Garfunkel sort yeah. of song. And Catwoman tells all the henchmen, and you're right, I will admit that you are right, it is Eenie, it's not Edie. I've, duh. You're not always right, Holly. Ben, their names are Eenie, Meenie, Miney, and Moe. Yeah, well sometimes they try to get punny and clever with it, and they're close without going over. I thought that's what they were doing, but no, they just went for it. I don't know why you doubt me. Because you're a woman, and women are demonstrably the worst. Yeah. (laughs) I have learned this from Batman all the time. It is proven time and time again. (laughs) Um, Did you notice that Eenie didn't talk this episode? Yeah. All she really did was... um, Flip a switch on a light board in, yeah. this, in this scene. Yeah. This episode was super boring, though. Not much happened. No, there's so much. But at least there was Julie Newmar to look at. Oh, her hips. She's, oh, she is a yummy lady. She is yummy. Um, okay. Anyway. We haven't even gotten to my first note yet, Ben. <laughs> so, uh, Chad and Jeremy are, are playing. Um, I noted that one of them had a viola bass because he had to make him a little more beetly. Yep. Um... Uh, Catwoman then steals their voices. Because uh, there's no... They just walk out on stage. Yeah. There's no security in City Hall? Well, because they're still on the bill. Don't you remember? Catwoman no. and her band were supposed to play. I thought they were playing something else. No, this was the policeman's function they were playing. Oh! So they were on the list. You think they get taken off the list after they stole the commission's voice? Um, it was proven in the last episode that the commissioner was incapable of writing anything down, so he couldn't give the order to take away their uh, access. I guess. Um, actually, Warden Crichton got them back on the list, I'm sure. I bet you're right. Uh, they steal uh, Chad and Jeremy's voices, and then the uh, Batman and Robin show up to foil them, mm-hmm. and Batman and Robin are then counterfoiled uh, because Eenie turns off the lights. Oh, yeah. To which uh, Robin says, we can't see anything. And I'm like, it's not, it's not that dark. No. There's clearly still stage blues on at very least. Yeah, but that's, we can't see, the, we can see those, but they can't see those. So it's darker in their world than it is in our view of their world? Yes. I see. They couldn't. <laughs> I hate Holly so much. You love me. Rage quit the podcast. Um, um, because they were wearing a Catwoman, and the kittens could see. Because they had cat's eye glasses. Because they had see in the dark glasses. Yeah, 
That's what they were called. Yeah. But they also referred to them as cat's eyes. No. They did. Mm-mm. Um, so they turn and meander out of the theater. And Robin says, let's follow them. And Batman goes, no, it's too late. It's not. It's not. It's they, not too late at all. You they, just... have, they probably weren't even to the door to the wings yet. They're like... And they're still there. You've got to have a flashlight. You can't tell me that utility belt doesn't have a flashlight. Well, and it it would honestly be like, um, it would honestly be like if I was trying to follow you somewhere in my car, and you started your car before I did, and me just going, I'm lost. Yeah, she got away from me. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Yep. Um, one sec. Oh, um, next thing is Batman and Robin on a morning show, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. talking about Chad and Jeremy's voices being stolen. Mm-hmm. And the nar- the narrator, the host, says that millions of teenagers are distraught, but millions of parents are delighted. Yep. It was kind of a shitty thing to say. But I think he was, I think they were trying to make him like Steve Allen, so he was a little bit glib and funny-ish. I don't know. I mean, I, I get what the joke was supposed to be. Yeah, but it was still a night mean thing to say. Um, this is my, my next note is Robin is a teen. Like, really? Red-blooded teen. Robin's age really seems to bounce around a lot. No, he was a junior. Like, three episodes ago. <sighs> he was going to the junior prom. Oh, no, it was the last episode. Um... I have my only note for this scene is Catwoman calls Batman smarty tights and it made me happy. <laughs> my note for this scene is that she wants eight million pounds. Or, of what? Which is the turkey equi- grease or goose fat? Whatever you said. Chicken, chicken fat, I think. No. I think it was chicken. It's chicken. Um, which she then says is twenty-two million pounds. Which is interesting because that's um, a little more than two dollars a. Uh, twenty-two million dollars. Yeah, twenty-two million dollars. That's a little. That makes the conversion rate uh, more than two and a half dollars per pound. Mm. Which is just nerdy and interesting to me. Um, also, this is a mention of England, well before Batman and Robin ever go to Londinium, which they do in later episodes. Is that like? That's what they call London. We Britain. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, when the host says that no one will pay that much for Chad and Jeremy, uh, Catwoman says England will because England swings like a pendulum do. Does. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. No. It was just an excuse to get a song lyric into the episode. Ah. Which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with as long as it makes sense, but that didn't make sense at all. Um... Um, she plays their voices because she recorded them. Yeah, no, no, that was their voices that she has on file. Nope, that's how that works. No, it's not. She even admits that's not how that works. She then to get away from the the, the television studio, she then shows throws a sneeze bomb. Sneeze bomb! I like sneeze bombs. That's not the first time that there's been a sneeze bomb in this show, or sneezing powder at least. True. It just seems like the grossest way to try to get away. No, but it's super effective. I guess. Because you're not going to chase someone if you got boogers. That's true. (laughs) 
I would love to fight crime, but, but I, I have, have boogers. <laughs> um, my next note is they go to the English consulate, Batman and Robin do, to try and find out about getting the ransom for Chad and Jeremy's voices. And the English ambassador uh, clearly is not a fan of Chad and Jeremy and quotes My Fair Lady. He says, why can't the English learn how to speak? It's an absolute um, Professor Higgins quote. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, all right. That's at least a, a pop culture at the time quote that makes sense. Fits into the episode. Pretty good. Not bad. My note on this scene is he's wearing a mon- monocle because he's British and fancy. Yes. Fancy British people wear monocles. I know. Fact. And then there's an excuse to go out a window. Yes, because they are being mobbed by fans and all the exits are covered. So Batman and Robin decide to climb down a building, which is new. Yep. And on the way down, at the British consulate for some reason, Don Ho pops out of a window. Well, maybe the British consulate was only like one floor. (laughs) You think that the uh, Hawaiian embassy is on the floor underneath? Clearly. Um, Floor three, Don Ho. Floor four, British Consulate. Yeah. Um, And then Don Ho says that he will introduce bat ropes to Hawaii. Yeah. Because it'll make it easier to get the coconuts out of the trees. He's not wrong. I think he's kind of wrong. How so? Because you wouldn't need to climb up a tree to get the coconuts. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, but the bat rope wouldn't help. The coconuts aren't going to all be in one spot. Ben, have you ever seen someone climb up a tree to get a coconut? No. That's what monkeys are for. Nope. You just release the coconut monkeys. There's not, that's not a thing. That's totally a thing. It's Polynesian people, and they go How up How dare you tre- call Polynesian I'm people not, monkeys? I'm not, you did. No, <laughs> You release the coconut monkeys, and the coconut monkeys go in the trees, and they trade the coconuts to the coconut mongers for bananas. That's how Do it all works. Do you think coconuts in trees are brown, round things? Uh, yeah, that's what a coconut is. You, you it's know, a brown, round, hairy thing. You know, there's a husk on the outside of it. Yeah? And they're football-shaped. No, they're shaped like coconuts. Duh. Okay. I've seen Gilligan's Island. I know what a coconut looks like. I'm just saying a bat rope would help. You get a grappling hook. And I'm saying you're trying to take the coconut monkey's jobs. How are they going to earn their bananas? Send them home to their families. Not touching that one. Nah, I'm building a wall around this conversation. I like the fact that I'm talking about literal monkeys (laughs) and you're assuming I'm making a racial slur building a wall around this conversation. And I'm using my bat rope to climb over your wall. Well, I'm using my bat jerk repellent spray to keep you away from me. I was about to go nuclear. I'm not going to do it. You're going to go nuclear? Oh, okay. So they climb past Don Ho and they go back to police headquarters. And in police headquarters, uh, they're talking with Chief O'Hara. Commissioner Gordon still has no voice. But he has a pad of paper now. Yes, so he can write things down. 
And Commissioner uh, Chief O'Hara says he spoke with Catwoman mm-hmm. and was smart enough to actually record most of the conversation. Mm-hmm. He then plays back part of the conversation, which is just Catwoman talking very fast. Yeah. Like she left a message on his answering machine. Yes. And Batman hears something in the background. Again, asks if he can take evidence. To which Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara, of course, say, yes, you may. And he takes it back to uh, the Batcave. And is explaining that if Catwoman steals everybody's voices, it could endanger the world. Because of reasons. Because... If we take away everybody's voices, right. then they can't use telephones. Right. And if they can't use telephones, they have to meet face-to-face, mm-hmm. which will cause traffic jams. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have... Um, oh, the people at the phone company would lose their job. Right. And we would go back to having silent movies. Right. And all of these things would destroy society. They forgot about... Um... Morris code and Morris code in the time? No, that's not. Oh we oh we oh my jungle love. Oh we oh we. No. No. Nope. Okay. Um, it's Morris Day in the time. <laughs> um, silent movies. Oh, um, Batman. The Bat computer then finishes analyzing. The strange noise in the background, and the strange noise is three hair dryers. Not one, not two, not two but three. Uh, uh. Three hair dryers. You said it was. They used the bat sound analyzer. Yes. Yeah. And Ro- Batman then sends Robin to go up as Dick Grayson and check on Chad and Jeremy, right? Who are still staying at Wayne Manor. Yep. And when he gets up there. He finds out that Chad and Jeremy have um, decided, through their notepads, that they want to go to Ocean Brings, Ocean, yeah, Ocean Brings Salon for men. You pronounced that wrong. Salon? Salon. Ocean Brings Salon for men. And uh, they want to go get their hair done. And Dick asks, wait, do they have hair dryers there? Nope. Nope, not a one. Not not nope. even three? No, they got a guy that just goes... Um, while waving his hand really fast. Yep. Um, and Chad and Jeremy say, nod yes, and indicate that there are... How many? Three. Three. Three hair dryers. Not two. One guy thought it was two. Well, see, and I'm I'm the same way. I won't go to a hair salon... Salon, excuse me. That has less than three hair dryers. Um, it's uncivilized. Yes, exactly. Uh, we then cut to Catwoman inside the salon. And I don't remember what her henchman is saying, but I did make a uh, I did make a note that he is lying on his back and has the fakest of fake mustaches. <laughs> that mustache was intense. I was about to interrupt you and be like, I hope this note is about a mustache. Yeah. It's a face merkin. It's not really oh, a mustache. Um, and then we have our onomatopoeia fight. Yawn. Snooze. <laughs> snore. Wap. Zam. Pam. 
Yow, kapow, whack, zap, crunch, zop. All through this, um, a man who I assume is Mr. Oceanbring is um, telling them not to break the antiques and is desperately catching them as they fall. It was just the one vase. No, it was two statues and a couple oh, of Oh, that's right. I well, forgot about the statues. Including at one point, one of the statues, which is pretty much full-sized human-sized statue, which is supposed to be, I assume, antique and marble. Yeah. Not only tips so that he has to tip it back, it falls off the base and he just holds it up and puts it back in place. Because, you know, authenticity. Because marble is the <laughs> lightest of substance. It was all the adrenaline of the fight. It was just superhuman strength catching, uh, to kicking in. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Catwoman runs out. Batman tells Robin to stay here until Chief O'Hara gets here. And he chases after Catwoman. Follows her into, I would say, a dark alley. But this is the it most well sunlit alley, alley <laughs> yeah. ever. Uh, clear, clearly an alley in... Um, Gotham and not just a random open space in a back lot next to a soundstage. <laughs> Clearly nothing like that. No. Uh, Batman, runs to, Batman runs to find Catwoman and she is halfway up a ladder on the side of a soundstage. I mean, a building in Gotham. Right. Definitely not a soundstage. No, clearly not. Mm-mm. Clearly not the universal back lot. Um, and she then pounces on him mm-hmm. and uh Corners him with one of her sonic pistols. That has a mouse. And her um, voice-stealing thing. Yeah. And she says, "I what do I do? Do I kill you or do I steal your voice? And Batman's just like, whatever choice you make, it'll be the wrong one because you're a dumb woman. Yeah. And then... Um, She's like, but I have feels for you. Yep. I have questions. Oh, uh, my next note is Catwoman uses a lot of voices in this episode. Like, random accents and lisps and things keep happening to her at different points of the episode. Mm. Very strange. I notice. Um, You had a question. Sorry. Does she want to get caught? Does she just want to hang out with Batman? 100%. She said in the last episode she just likes hearing his voice telling her she's under arrest. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was all like, if I get caught, that's like my No, I'm pretty sure she's doing this to get caught. That's what I think now. I didn't think that last episode. Um, But Batman explains to her that even if she'd pulled the trigger on the Sonic device, that he was wearing his, oh, he had his anti-bat Sonic device in the utility belt, which would have saved him. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Do you think that just creates, like, a white noise like Pete Townsend goes through every day? Just always being on like that? Just like, like the whole time? Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have to speak up. I'm hard of hearing. What? <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, immediately after that, uh, my note is lusty and compliant. Yeah. Because she just goes, like, full, let's do it. And then tells him everything, including how to counteract the voice theft, which is much less voice theft when she explains it and just laryngitis. Yeah. Um, and they start talking to each other and immediately they're both love drunk. Yeah. Like 100% love drunk and going in for the kiss when Robin is a total cock block. Mm-hmm. That's uh, also my note. And 
Because his dick is such a cock block. Yep. Irony. And uh, Batman and Rob, uh, Batman and Catwoman uh, walk towards the police arm in arm. Mm-hmm. And as they walk past Robin, he looks not only hurt, but shocked and says, holy mush. And then we cut to the actual end of the episode. Unfortunately. Yeah, they should have ended with holy mush. Yep. Actually, they should have just ended with Robin looking shocked and not saying anything. But they cut to Chad and Jeremy, who are now singing um, like a like a Herman's Hello, Hermit. Darkness, my old friend. Oh. Yeah, this one sounds more like a Herman's Hermit song. That's true. And uh, they're talking about the band and how cool they are up in their... Uh, sorry, Bruce, Dick, Harriet, and Alfred. Alfred is not having a good time. Nope. Alfred's not down with the with the kids. Aunt Harriet says they're very hep. And Dick says, it's hip now, Aunt Harriet. They changed it. Because he's a snotty little brat. He wanted to sound cool, Ben. No, he... Just a jerk. He's the worst 30-year-old teenager ever. Why are you so cogity? Because <laughs> um, he didn't start... have his Geritol that morning. That's why he's so pissy. Um, and Commissioner Gordon comes in and says that his grandchildren told him he had to go see them. Commissioner uh, Gordon has, has grandchildren? Apparently. Weird. And, oh God, I don't even remember what the joke at the end of the episode was. Such it was. There wasn't one. Oh, okay. There you go. No joke at the end, kids. And they, um... They end the episode. Everybody's happy. Chad and Jeremy get their voices back. Mm-hmm. And... We are left with... The end of the episode. Everything's okay. And... All is back to normal. Yep, until next time, when I'm sure everybody's going to die. No, Ben, that's not how the show goes. Uh We still have so many episodes left. (laughs) Um, But that is the end of the episode, and we hope you enjoyed it. We know we did. Yes. Uh, You can find Holly on the Twitters at underscore Awkward Blonde, and the Facebooks and the Instagrams. Right. You can find the show at Vatmania66 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to email us, you can email us at Vatmania66mail at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if you found this on iTunes, you can also find it on Podomatic.com. And if you found it on Podomatic.com, you can also find it on iTunes. If you do enjoy the podcast, please go ahead, leave us a review. Subscribe. It, subscribe and download and all the other good stuff. And if you really, really like it, go to Podomatic.com and feel free to donate helps us keep the podcast running Mm -hmm. we will definitely shout your name out if you like us to and we hope you guys will join us next week for the next episode called the puzzles are coming this is not a riddler episode i'm not joking it's a villain called the The Puzzler. puzzler so we have that to look forward to uh join us next week same bat time Same bat channel. Cat channel.